أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد اللهم صل وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد كما صليت على سيدنا إبراهيم وعلى آل سيدنا إبراهيم في العالمين إنك حميد مجيد رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يبقه قولي رب أوزعنا نشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي ونعمل صالحا ترضاه واصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله وثانك الله سبحانه وتعالى for his allowance that we are in the mosque in this night let us be grateful to him that there are many people in such a night in the world we live in Saturday night okay thank you we need to so we're not going to be left inshallah so we are, I'm taking one hour away from you uh, it's not my fault the British <laughs> we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot of people tonight for them is a night of pleasure there are those who are in the pubs there are those who are in the bars, there are those who are in the cafes, there are those who are with people whom, subhanAllah, maybe they don't even know or what they do. Their only aim and their only intention to go out and have pleasure, to go out and indulge themselves in what their desires are calling them for. Allah said to the Prophet ﷺ in the Quran, أَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَذَرْهُمْ يَخُوضُوا وَيَلْعَبُوا حَتَّى يُلَاقُوا يَوْمَهُمُ الَّذِي يُعَدُونَ O Muhammad Sallam, let them to indulge in their chit-chat, in their gossip, in their discussion that which has no value, and let them play and indulge in having their fun until the day that which they have promised will come before them. And then they will be questioned about what is required from them. So I thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that in this night we have been given the permission to be in the most remember him. If you have any difficulty, if you have any problem, if you are facing any dilemmas, don't question him subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't complain to the humans. But remember, he created you and he has a purpose for you. And he told you in his word, in the Holy Quran, that I created you so that I will test you. So everything you go through is from him. And the only way that you can go back to him when you are in difficulty. Many people who are at ease, they don't remember Allah. And many people promise Allah, Oh Allah, I am poor. I'm not finding it easy. Time is not there. If you give me comfort and you give me money, I will worship you all the time. When the money comes, then they say to Allah, If only you can just let me make it more. Okay? Like the man who wants to build the mosque for his sake, and he will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I promise you, if you give me yani, just one million pounds, I'll build a mosque. Once Allah gives them a million, say, well, a mosque for the million is small. If you allow it two million, I'll pick it bigger. And then when the two million comes, say, oh Allah, please, I saw a mosque that was built for ten. If you can give me that, until they die, they do nothing. They promise, and their promises have no value. So please, 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 rest assured that any condition you are in, there is someone somewhere in the world who is in worse condition than you. Yeah. When we look yeah. at yesterday's people who were living in comfort in Japan, being the people who they have everything, the children of the West who are running after pleasure and the latest gadgets, when you see in the street, like Oxford Street, queuing to get the latest technology, subhanAllah, as if it is coming from the heaven, Quran, everybody. And what they bought yesterday for a thousand, when six months later, a new 
gadget come okay improving what they have they will sell that one for 500 they'll put another thousand to buy the other one for 1500 so they have got no value for working for earning for spending doesn't make any sense to them they just want to indulge themselves in that which will make their life easiest so thank allah ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for you allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the quran a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem allah huwa liyul ladhina amanu yukhrijuhum min adh-dhulumati ila an-nur wal ladhina kafaru awliya'uhum at-taghut yukhrijunuhum min an-nur ila adh-dhulumat a very clear verse verse 257 from surah al-baqarah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states allah is the protector of those who believed in him Hence, he will drive them from the darkness to the light. But those who have rejected him, their protectors are the shayateen led by Iblis, the cursed. He will work hard with them to drive them away from the light to the dark. This verse, to me, from Surah Al-Baqarah, tells us a lot. That only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can remove all that which makes you unhappy. Anything that makes you sad, anything that will give you anguish, anything that will give you worry, anything that will depress you, no one can remove that from you but Allah. Because sadness, being depressed, being worried, being frightened, being mean or greedy, being selfish, being self-centered, all these kind of attributes are of the dark. Because in our nature, we are supposed to be caring for others more than ourselves. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the companion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more gentle and kind and lenient to one of you than his own mother. In a riwayah, that he is a hundred times, a hundred times more lenient, gentle and kind and merciful to one of you than your own mother can ever be. And think about your mother, when you have a little bit of a headache, she'll be checking on you a hundred times. When you are away from her, she is worried about where you are. When they tell her there is an accident and you are not at home, she'll be worried that maybe you are in that accident. When the news comes, there is someone who has just been hit by a car. The only thing that comes to her mind, it is you who has been hit by that car. Why? Because she has mercy in her heart. Why? Because she cares for you. And she loves you and she respects you. Hence, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stated to have said, Al-Jannatu tahta aqdam al-Ummahat. The garden or the heaven is beneath the mother's feet. But look at our children today. Do they care about their mothers? Do they give them anything? They turn and tell them, you don't understand. You don't know anything. I know everything. You carried me for nine months. You suffered when you were carrying me. You suffered when you were giving me my birth. You suffered when you raised me up. You cleaned me when I am filthy and dirty and I couldn't do anything. You brought me up. But today I am more knowledgeable than you. You are nothing. And subhanallah, we are in a state of the world whereby everything is upside down. As our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, this because there is darkness in the heart. The heart are upside down. Just like you are having a glass, and instead of saying to the person, pour upright, you turn it upside down and say pour. And you are telling him, you are not putting anything in. Of course, nothing will go in because everything will go out. 
So please, please remember, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created you so that you will live in this world and that you will turn to him and you will ask of him and you will serve him. For you are the servant and he is the master. You are the slave and he is the owner. You are the one who is supposed to always be humble before him subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you do your five daily salawat, Allah doesn't need your salah, but Allah wants to teach you. Remember, the one who have given you what you have, you must be grateful to them. And hence, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, our messenger stated in his hadith or his saying, the one who is not grateful to those who serve him, indeed he is not grateful to Allah. Be grateful to Allah by thanking those who serve you. If you are living with your mother in the morning when you come to have your breakfast, don't say to her, mom, is my breakfast ready? Go and check it. If it's not there, say to her, mom, sit down, I'll make it. But if it is ready, thank her for doing it. Then thank Allah for giving you such a mother. For there are many children who are walking around this world. Their mothers don't even care about them. Their mothers are drunk. Their mothers are out enjoying themselves, indulging. Their mothers are asking them, leave the house. What are you doing here? You are making my life miserable. You are filling my space. Go and find yourself your own space. And that is the saddest thing we see today. We are living at a time whereby Rasulullah has warned. There will come a time when the families will be destroyed. When nature that Allah has given to us will be brought into the opposite direction. Where people will do the wrong things. But yet if they stated what they are doing is wrong, they are not correct. Today people say, you are not politically correct. Subhanallah, what politics got to do with it? It is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has revealed to mankind. It is by nature. It's by nature. You shouldn't be frightened. You shouldn't be worried. When you see the wrong, say it is wrong. When you see the right, appreciate it and say this is right. This is correct. But today we see the wrong and we're worried. Why? Because somebody might say, oh, excuse me, brother. This is politically wrong to say that. No, I'm not listening to nobody. I'm not touching anybody. I'm not harming anybody. But when I see right, I say it is right. When I see wrong, I say it is wrong. Because it is my faith. If you believe, you are strong. And if you have no faith, you are weak. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, those who believe in me, I will definitely support them. Those who believe in me, I will always be with them. Those who believe with me, believe in me, I will never let them down. Indeed, those who are always with Allah, no fear will come their way and they will never be sad. They will never be depressed. Depression is for those people whom their hearts are weak. Whom they are not really living the light but living the darkness. So remember, how can Allah bring me out of the darkness to the light? Ask yourself. Not by sleeping until sunrise. Not by working all day enjoying the dunya and then when you come home say, oh, ah, now I need to pray. Astaghfirullah you need to pray in your time. Salah is for those who believe in the written times. Pray your prayer and it is time. You don't mix your meeting. Mr. X come to you and say to you, I want to meet you. Come to me at 10 o'clock. Mr. Z come to you and say, I want to meet you. Come to me at 2 o'clock. And somebody else come to me at 5. And then you ring all of them and say, oh, come all meet me together at 10 o'clock in the night. Doesn't make sense. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave you time. Fajr, Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha. I'm told you pray it in time. Pray it always. Pray it regularly. Why we pray? What's the reason? Does Allah need our prayer? No. The prayer is a key for being in the presence of Allah. To ask from Allah. Whenever you stand before Allah to pray, the prayer itself is just a means. The prayer itself is just a means. It takes you from A to B. 
A, where you are now, and B, when you are in the presence of Allah. Talking to him, asking of him. Hence, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam always addressed Allah, talked to Allah, asked from Allah. He was told, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if the servant, O oh Muhammad, ask you about me, tell them I'm close to them. I'm closer to them than the Jaglavin. But you can't see Allah. You are not aware of him. You are unable to see him in this world because there is a barrier between you and him. If only you cannot see yourself, then you will see him. When the day comes and you do not see anything of yourself, but subhanallah, every one of us says, I'm doing it for Allah. I'm doing it for Allah. Where is your reality in that? Allah is real. Are you real? If you are doing it for Allah, then you will never put yourself at risk. You will never do it for yourself. We are selfish. We are mean. We are greedy. We are self-centered. We are harsh and miserable by nature. And Islam or religion was brought to us to cleanse us, to bring us to the right path. Ibrahim السلام, and Sayyidina Ismail السلام, when they built the Kaaba, they prayed. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ربنا وابعث فيهم رسولا منهم يتلو عليهم آياتك ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمة ويزكيهم إنك أنت العليم الحكيم Our Lord from our descendant bring one from the midst of them who will recite or rehearse your verses to them and he will teach them the book and he will teach them the wisdom and he will purify them from their sins Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accepted that prayer and in Surah Al-Jum'ah, this was, by the way, in Surah Al-Baqarah, in Surah Al-Jum'ah, Allah accepted the prayer, but reversed the order. Allah says, It is He, Allah Almighty, subhanahu wa ta'ala, who brought forth from the illiterate a messenger from their midst or from amongst them. Okay? He will rehearse or recite for them the Quran or the scripture. Okay? And He will teach them what He is rehearsing and reading for them. And then he will purify them. And at the end, he will teach them wisdom. So we need to understand and appreciate Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has taught us a lot of knowledge in the Quran. That knowledge can never be understood without the teaching and the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because he's a man and he lived the life of a man. He got married. Okay? He stayed with children, he became a leader, he became a merchant, he was a shepherd in his life. Everything you can think of, he did. Say to them, Muhammad I am only a human like you. But the difference between me and you, I am inspired by God. Are you inspired? Allah speaks to me, Allah talks to me, Allah addresses me, Allah teaches me. Who can say that? Anyone who says it today, he is a liar. Because at the end of the day, the only way we can understand that you are from that kind of sort when we see it in what you say and what you do. For Rasulullah said, al al-amal. If you really truly have that kind of faith, it can only be proven to us, the normal mortals, the humble humans, by looking at you and listening to what you say and seeing what you do and say, of course, what you believe in match what you say and matches what you do. Today we say one thing and do another. Today we conceal one thing and declare another. Today we sit with somebody, says one thing, and behind them we say something else. Today we are living in a world whereby we have got two personalities, three personalities, four personalities. We are confused. We are distracted by all the glitter of the world. And therefore we are in the dark. وَالَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا أَوْلِيَاءُهُمُ الطَّاغُوتِ 
and those who reject Allah, and those who act against Allah, and those who do not accept Allah, they're defenders. Okay? Those who support them, those who guide them are the shayateen. How can someone do something shaitanic? Too many people do shaitanic things. Today, today for example, subhanallah, you look at people going out, simple people, elderly, okay? People who are sick, people who are caring for people who are having severe disability at home, people who are lo lost their job, people with <coughs> children and they cannot look after them. They wanted to show their right. They are asking their government to look after them. And few kids who have got nothing to do but to go out and destroy. Which religion in the world teaches people to destroy? Whatever right you have. You have got no right to touch anybody's property, even if they are wrong. What is not yours, you should never touch. When Rasulullah used to ask the companion to defend themselves when they are attacked, he used to tell them, but remember, if someone gives up while you are fighting them, leave them alone. If someone raises the white flag, leave them alone. If someone turn their back and go away, leave them alone. If someone run away, don't chase them. If someone okay, told you, I'm not able to, leave them alone. The sick, the elderly, the woman, the child, anyone of that sort, leave them alone. And even don't cut a tree. A tree that gives shade because the human can sit under it, the animal can sit under it, the bird can have nest on it. Don't cut a tree that gives fruits. Because if you don't benefit from that, there are other creatures who will benefit from those fruits. And don't destroy property. Don't destroy property. Now what you see today, I don't know where this comes from. All the world. Yes, you can go around, complain. Go and do the right thing. Nothing wrong with it. To demonstrate, to go out, to ask for your right. It's fine. No religion will forbid it. However, when you go out of your way to destroy, when you go out of your way to do things that will create havoc in the society, Allah doesn't like that. Allah likes order. You don't wake up in the morning, okay, and the sun is in the middle of the sky, okay, and you see the sun dancing, or you see the sun playing about, or you see the sun, rather than coming up, it's going down. It doesn't do that. Everything in the creation of Allah is ordered. Allah says in the Quran, look into your own self. Everything within you is ordered. You don't have your nose in the middle of your head. You don't have your ears in the back of your body. Okay? You don't have your feet okay, stuck to your arms. When somebody is born with this kind of disabilities, it looks odd. As if Allah is telling us, look, I ordered you, I gave you. We fashioned you. We have given you the best of forms. Indeed, we have honored the children of Adam. Oh, son of Adam, have you honored yourself? Or have you deceived yourself? Remember, the rituals that Allah has given to you are only keys for being in the presence. Once you are in the presence, then remember Allah. Call upon Allah. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ask Him. The best thing that you do in your life is to always be with Him. Keep your tongue always busy with His mention. Indeed, only by the remembrance of Allah, hearts can receive tranquility. Heart can receive peace. If you want to be peaceful, if you want to be tranquil, if you want to feel comfortable, keep remembering Allah. A man came to the Prophet and told him, Ya Rasulullah, give me something that will make my life wonderful and makes it easy. He said, keep your tongue always busy with the mention of the name of Allah. Keep it. So those who have come tonight here from my brothers with Mustafa and they have never seen people dancing in a mosque perhaps. 
Yes? Bouncing. Nothing wrong with it. We can jump, we can do anything. As long as we are doing it, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nothing wrong with that. In the culture of people, they do a lot of strange things. If you go from Scotland to Wales, from Northern Ireland, okay, to England, every little group have got their own culture. They've got their own dances, they've got their own whatever they do, okay? It's culture. Nobody can argue about it, okay? And therefore, in Islam, as long as you remember Allah, remember Him the way you want. Allah said in the Quran, O you who believe, remember Allah while you are standing. Remember Allah while you are sitting. Remember Allah while you are reclining. Ya yuhal ladhina amunuzkurullaha qiyaman wa qu'udan wa ala junubikum. Anyway, remember Allah. Keep His memory all the time with you. Ask of him, seek from him, for he will give you whatever you want. Rasulullah said, Whoever Allah wants goodness for them, Allah will give them the understanding of the knowledge. It's not just learning the knowledge. Too many people learn, but they don't understand. I was just asking a young man who was telling me something. I said to him, This is scholar said, Whatever you are telling me now. Do you know why he's saying that? He said, I don't know. I said, then you didn't read anything. Because when you read, you're supposed to understand what you are reading. And therefore, we need teachers. <coughs> Today, everybody is saying, I can read. Yeah, you can read the book. But did you understand the message? Did you understand the aim of that writing? What, what did the writer want it from you? You go to school because the teacher explains to you. You research in universities and you need a professor okay, to help you with your research because he can guide you. But when you read, when you research and you don't understand, you're not going to get anywhere. So please, 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 take it serious. Think carefully. If you don't understand what you are reading, you have not read anything. They said we have listened, but they heard nothing. So you said, I read, but you did not understand. You read nothing. Ask somebody. Ask the people of knowledge, ask the people of dhikr, ask the people of understanding, if you have no understanding. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you tawfiq. So inshallah, when you leave the mosque tonight, wherever you might go to, keep this message that we are living at tough times, difficult times. People are suffering all over the world. There are those who are walking Barefooted. Ask yourself, how many shoes do I have? How many designer ones? There are those who are walking and their clothes that are wear, wearing, they're ripped. Ask yourself, how many garments do I have in my cupboard that I have never worn, but they're hanging there? There are those who are hungry. Ask yourself, how many meals did you have in your day? If not today, yesterday. There are those who are sick. Ask yourself, when you are sick, what do you need to do? You just need to go to your doctor, and he will refer you to the hospital. That person who is sick in another place, he will die because he has no money to go and look after himself. I saw people in hospital in the third world, when they come, the, the blood is dashing out of their arm. The nurse is sitting there and says, excuse me, all right, you need a bandage. Okay, bandage it. And you need that I saw this for you. And the blood is coming, gushing out. Go and buy the needle and go and buy the bandage and come back to me and I'll do it for you. You go and buy, literally, you go and buy the things and you come back to the nurse and she's looking at you. 
All right. Have you got 50, 50 pence? What for? For me doing this job for you. And you are still bleeding. You are living in a country. You don't have to go there. You just ring 999 and they come and take you. And if they are late, you can complain. And when they take you, if they are rough with you, you can complain. When you arrive there, if they delayed you, you can complain. If any complication happened to you, you can complain and you can get your right. That is Islam. That's justice. So thank Allah you are living a life of ease. If you are an African and you have been born and raised in this land here and you are not happy, then travel to Africa. Then you will thank Allah forever. I come from Africa. In Africa there is a lot of suffering. There are people who eat one meal and for three, four days they never eat again. I, ha I know some people, they never wear shoes. They wish to have shoes. Little children, from the time they are born, they are running around, the clothes they are wearing, they can never change them because they don't have enough. Every time they rip, they keep throwing them. And here we see our children, subhanAllah, they are wearing the latest designers and they are fighting their mothers because it's not good enough. So may Allah bless us and guide us, strengthen us, give us tawfiq to understand and appreciate. Living should only be for Allah. If you have little, thank Allah. If you have nothing, thank Allah. If you have plenty, give. Your thank is not by saying, oh Allah, thank you for giving me too much. Give it to other people. Those who have not, they thank Allah by saying, alhamdulillah. Those who have, their thank is by giving it, sharing it. Okay? Fear Allah or fear the hellfire, or save yourself from the hellfire, even by sharing a date. One little date. May Allah allow us to have that and give us the fear and success. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salam ala rasulillahi al-Amin wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Ya Rabbi zidna ilma, ya Rabbi zidna fahma, waj'alna min al-Rashidin. Ya Rabbi hayi ilana min amrina rashada, waj'al ma'unataka al-Husna lana madada, bil-awliya bil-salihin bi-jam'ihim, man jaa'ana al-Qur'ana anhum murshida, barrik fadlika ilahi karbana, ya khayran madda al-ana manhu yada, wa salli wa sallim ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa alihi wa sallim, ana rabbika rabbi al-Ata amma yasifun, salamun ala mursalina wa alhamdulillah rabbi al-alamin al-Fatiha. الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين